That's Nick. And that's Madge. And welcome to, oh that's right, Mother I just haven't found the right woman yet, leave me alone. This feels I have the oddest sense of deja, deja vu. vu. I do. Beyonce, are you here? Oh, she has man. a song called Deja Vu. So my bed decided to erase the original cut of this episode. Yep. Thanks a lot, Casper. <laughs> because I've looked at the not so friendly mattress ghost. She's gonna be a ghost because I'm gonna kill the bitch. That's what I'm gonna do. Ooh, <laughs> she dead, girl. My bed is my bed is dead because it's coronavirus, girl. I can't just invite anybody up on my shit like I used to. Oh my god. <laughs> Girl, I'm a nun, honey, and I have a nun of it, all right? That was a long-winded, slutty way of saying that. I plugged in my computer after the end of take one because it was dying, and it died because the plug wasn't all the way in the wall, and it took the episode with it to hell. So here we are again. It's great. Welcome to round two. Everything feels oddly familiar to us, but not to you. Where it's going to feel bigger, better, we're doing great stuff. Bigger, longer, hopefully uncut, but I'll take either. Really, I have no preference. Definitely harder, I mean... (laughs) It might be easier. Easier, because we've been here before. But it's better when it's harder. You know what we're doing. Instead of flaccid. For once in my life, (laughs) I'm going to cut it off right there. I do have some things to say that are very untoward, but um, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) For once. I'll leave something in the imagination for you folks. You have to guess what I almost said. That's not exactly everyone's cup of soup. This is a very rare occasion where Andy is practicing the long lost art of brevity. (laughs) (laughs) What word is that? What? I'm sorry, what? I've never heard that word. Oh, is that oh, a word no. you don't know? <laughs> it's not that I've never heard it. It's that I've never actually employed it in my entire life. Yes, no. there it is. There we go. So yes, bitch doesn't know what brevity means. No, she know what it means. She just don't do it. <laughs> just, I just, oh, she, now I felt like Monica. Do you remember the talking intro to The Boy Is Mine? Oh yeah, definitely. I know his name. Oh, I just want to let you know that he's mine. Oh, no, no. He's mine. <laughs> Quick digression. Did I ever tell you the story about how I helped someone come out with the power of the boy's mind? No. Yeah. Okay. So when I lived in California, I used to work at a restaurant on the same lot as the Stanford Shopping Center, right outside of Stanford University in Palo Alto. Okay. Called Max's Opera Cafe. Everyone had to sing to work there because they had a piano and and they had singing waiters. That was their whole thing. So as nerdy as it sounds, there were eight locations in the Bay Area. It was a chain. What were you going to say? You can sing? A little bit. (laughs) <laughs> just, just, just on the off land. <laughs> Wait, what? I was doing the national anthem from. Oh from you know, I forgot all of that. <laughs> and what was the song? I, oh, I love that song. W O M A N. It's a real song. I didn't make that up. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know if you knew. I'm sure a lot of people thought I did. So you helped somebody come out. Yeah. So I helped somebody come out because there were eight Max's Opera Cafe locations in the Bay Area. So Burlingame used to battle us at karaoke. Once every couple of weeks, we'd go to karaoke with them. And it was Palo Alto versus Burling game because everybody could sing. It was fantastic because everyone was a good singer. It was all in good fun. Michael, one of the managers of Palo Alto, was... I don't believe that it was all in good fun. I feel like you were secretly... It was all in good fun for everyone but me. Except... <laughs> exactly. I was like, you're secretly, like, super cutthroat about Actually, that. that's not fucking true because my friend Amy, and I love her so much, girl, she'll cut a bitch. She's got a razor and her fucking hair. I love her so much. She's like, who are we going to crush today? And she's fantastic. So yeah. we did it at her wedding reception. Oh, my God. By the time it ended at the bar, it was that she got a huge room of karaoke and she went to crush people. And oh she my did. God. So, so she's good. fantastic. And she used me as her duet partner. <sighs> I got the job. I meet Michael. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And Amy was the one. It's good thing you brought up Amy because she worked there too. Mm-hmm. That's how I met her. And she's like, oh, Michael's not gay. I was like, what? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> like Literally. he did? Yeah, like yeah. he did on somebody's face yesterday. <laughs> it was a man because he's gay. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no. I mean, we all know that. Da, da, da. You know, he carries a purse, right? Yeah. <laughs> it fell out of his mouth. 
So months later, we were at Burlingame and I just felt like he was kind of ready to do it. And I forced him to sing that song with me as a duet. And he came out that night to Mm -hmm. everyone. What song? The Boy Is Mine. Oh, oh, sorry. So we were doing that and I was Monica because I'm always Monica. And he's Randy and we were so gay, like hamming it up. He came out. Thanks to the power of the boy's mind. And last I saw him, he'd moved to New York and he was gay. Like, I was like, this is so, he came all the way out, past the closet, out of the room, I was gonna say, out of the apartment. Well, like, what happened was he <laughs> came out so far, he oh, yeah. became heterosexual briefly again, and then came back to being homosexual. That's what I always say about me. Oh. Like when something's so gay, it breaks me. And then I wake up and I have a wife and two children. Mm-hmm. I've said that to you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely. And you can hear my primal screams all the way through the astral plane from the other reality. Oh, yeah. And then my wife is like, honey, what's wrong? I'm like, get away from me. Don't touch me. Who are those bastards? They're not mine. I didn't fuck you. No. You're a woman. And then I actually implode again. I end up right back where I was. The nightmare ends. That's how I get back. I'm so upset. I just blah, 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 discombobulated. Anyway, so the power of the boy's mind. Bringing people together. Bringing people out and about. And that's what we're talking about today. Because as much as we're sick as you are of politics, we only want to talk about it one more time before we declare a moratorium. My drag name, moratorium. <laughs> on talking about politics because we're going to talk about the rainbow deluge that mm-hmm. was the election. Watch out, bitches. A lot of gay people got their boxes stuffed. Their ballot boxes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh, girl. She was bursting at the seams, honey. Yes. Yes, it's true. So we... It's growing. So there was a little miscalculation. The first time we recorded during the lost, <laughs> ep- the literal lost episode, good luck finding it. I just want to point out, listeners, the goddamn, you could see the laptop and you can also see the charger not plugged into it. So when this episode gets lost again. Oh, well, now I'm hyper aware of that. <laughs> so I shall make sure it's on the way. You also notice that there's a bucket of water right there. I'm going to put your hand in it and put your other hand on the outlet. And then... <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Why don't you go make sure it's plugged in? We're going to have two lost episodes. Go ahead. Um, go ahead and check. <laughs> but anyway, so in the first episode, we had 19 people. Because we were doing new people. We yes. freshly elected, da 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 But we're also mixing in incumbents who won their election again. Yes. And now we're realizing there's actually a bunch more. This is going to keep going because there are a lot of races that haven't been called that involve yeah. and then we'll, who are very close to winning. Yes. And there's also like runoff and all those. The Georgia runoff, I don't think, has any Oh, okay. Those don't have any. Okay. Although, minor, minor point, it does have a lot of gay issues because the woman whose Senate seat she's defending in the runoff, whose name escapes me, she was appointed by Brian Kemp, the man who stole Stacey Abrams' governorship. Yeah. So the evil just keeps compounding on itself. She is one of those people who's trying to introduce a law into Georgia code that precludes trans females from playing sports in school. Oh, I remember so that. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. And needs I to remember this. This was in Georgia, right? Yeah, she's one of the senators. I remember, I remember when that came up and being like, are you fucking kidding right and now? And once a fucking again, there's always these horrible candidates like Martha McSally, who the only reason they're in the Senate is because they're appointed by the Republican governor. So hopefully she's another one like Miss Martha. She can only be in the Senate when someone appoints her. She can't win an election to save her own life. Ah! Because cinema be her. And then Mark Kelly be her this time. Oh. I think you should maybe hang up your spurs, Martha McSally. <laughs> Bye. She just sounds like she makes apple pies all day. Like Martha McSally. Doesn't it sound like the most American name ever? Tragically, yeah, the worst parts of America. Yeah. (laughs) I completely agree with that because after all, people like Amy Coney Island Barrett, that's what they want to do. 
they want to only send home well, I also because they're handmaidens. I say, <laughs> and they are self-described handmaidens. I say, well, I say, just to be clear, I say that not in a sense that like she's a woman and she should be. But I say, it oh, like, I know, I'm saying the, that's what she would say. The the name is like it sounds so like I'm old. Martha no offense to the Marthas out there. I actually had a friend in high school named Martha. I she was that name. A, like a rocker person, and her name was Martha. Yeah. It's very interesting. But yeah, there's no, Martha Plimpton, who I love. But yeah, no, Martha McSally, though, that name specifically is very Polly Stepford Housewife. Is that what I'm thinking? I like I that. Okay. I would say that most Stepford Housewives after the lobotomies were probably Republicans. <laughs> My God. But yes, no, no offense to the Marthas out there. I'm sure you're great. Martha from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Love that. I'm terrified of her. She's crazy. Liz Taylor. Liv Tyler. <laughs> you're doing a podcast and I'm doing a word association <laughs> game. Just- but yeah, so we've come across a bunch of new people. We but realized. it's great. It's a great problem to have. It is. There's it is. so many queer people running around winning elections that we just don't even know where to begin and we can't keep a comprehensive list. No. And it's great. I'm so confused. There's too many of you. Stop winning. I can't keep track of you. Beautiful problem to have. You're a bunch of crazy homos and we love you. We do. Well, not just homos, you know, all kinds of LGBTQIA. We're just going to name check all these bitches because, yes, bitch, you better work. You better work for the state government. You better work for the federal government, bitch. <laughs> but then we're going to tell you a little tale of a lesser known lady. Yes, but we'll get there. Who learned that revenge was a dish best served gold. <laughs> As we all have. Yeah. I have because I'm psychotic and I, I will get revenge on you. <laughs> so we'll start with our ooh, ooh, ooh. LGBTQ plus candidates reelected and their first timers. You never forget your first time. So first up, we have David Ciceline. I believe that's how you say his name. He identifies as a gay cis man. He's a little hottie, too. He's daddy hot. He's, he's, yeah, he's daddy hot. Representing your favorite state. It's so tiny. He's a size queen. Who knew? Listen, it's about the motion of the ocean. It's about the state on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> and Rhode Island is lovely. They have great beaches. I do. I like Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. I've been there a couple times. But yeah, so he's the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the House of Representatives. Yes! Come on, District 1. Then we have Sharice Davids, who is a lesbian cis woman. Work. First out. LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the House of Representatives in Kansas. And I believe she's also, I think she's Native American. Yeah, she's Native American. We're bringing these up because we want to just also highlight the diversity. That's the really cool thing about this. All of these LGBTQ people that have been elected, it's super fucking diverse. Right, and I don't usually traffic in born this way ideologies because I don't like how it kind of sounds like you need an excuse to be LGBTQ. Yeah. I don't like that. But if you were going to argue along those lines, if the LGBTQ community that is elected to statewide office is so diverse, guess what that proves? That it's genetic. That's why it's so diverse, because it's everywhere. Because it's physiologically in humans. Mm-hmm. It's cool that this group of people is super diverse. Obviously, it goes beyond sexuality. And there's also definitely at least four trans people, maybe three. I think total there's now seven. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Okay. To statewide office. Okay. But yeah, so it's not, it goes beyond just that stuff. Just so many different types of people. And I just want to say the exciting thing about trans specifically is that it's happening now. It's like last election and this election, but it's going up kind of exponentially. Mm-hmm. Cause it goes from like one to four to seven. Like it's, yeah, multiple, yeah, it's, yeah. Multiple, like, it's getting, quickly. it's growing. It's the only thing great. I hope is that, you know, I don't know who's run. I don't have statistics on that, but to date, I don't believe there's any trans men. So hopefully. <laughs> no, that yeah, happen. that's true. I don't remember in at least what we did. We didn't see any trans men. Yeah. But I hope you guys are running. Yes, we do. I'll vote for you. There's a podcast I listen to that's really cool. It's called the coming out Chronicles. Sounds and so it, dramatic. And it's hosted. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's hosted by Nancy Shadlock. And I believe Nancy's in Canada. But she she interviews people about their coming out stories. And I think she interviewed a trans man who was trying to get into politics. But you know what? It's in Canada. That's why it didn't click. I think it was in Canada. But yeah, so I definitely would recommend that podcast. You hear some really interesting stories. It's called The Coming Out Chronicles. I hope that they say the title and they just get a really cool narrator to be like, The Coming Out Chronicles. <laughs> it deserves like a very hyperbolic <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. saying. It's a great name. So back to the list. So we've got Mondaire Jones, who's a local gay gay cis man. He's the first out black LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the U.S. House of Representatives Mm -hmm. in New York. I believe he's we were saying he's close to AOC. Yeah, AOC is. He's like a neighbor. He's like neighboring district, right? Yeah. Is he 17? Yes. And then Torres is 15. Yeah, and, and she's Patrick, is she 16? She's 11, I think. So okay. I think we have 11 as AOC, and then we have lovely gay men in districts 15, 17, and 18. Yeah. It's like a whole line. So yeah, then we've got... We're um, taking over the whole city. Then We're taking we, over the whole state. Uh, next up is Sean Patrick Maloney, re-elected gay cis man. He's the first LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the U.S. House of Representatives in New York. Then we've got Richie Torres, another gay cis man, first out Afro-Latinx LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. And the great thing you were saying about diversity is that it comes into play because these people are getting these superlatives so quickly if they were all the same background, they would all tie. But there's Afro-Latin, self-described, black, and white. So it's so diverse that all three of them get their own little category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's great. Three-way tie would be good, too. But now they all get their little their little medal. <laughs> Next up is Sarah McBride, who is a trans woman. First out trans person to be elected to the Delaware State Senate. First out trans person to be elected to any state senate in the U.S. And the highest ranking out trans person in U.S. government history. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Fucking Sarah, you crushed it. Crush. Boom. And special mention to Danica Rome, who was yes. elected in 2017 to the Virginia House of Representatives and was for the last two years the highest ranking trans person in the U.S. government until she was supplanted. But why would you not want to be supplanted? Because that means progress for everybody. Yay. Yay. Uh, and I think she was pretty alone in that last time. Despite the fact that there was a blue wave, we couldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have had enough material yeah. two years ago. So this is like a lot. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More people ran this year and more people won this year, which is great. Then next up is Chevron Jones. He is a gay cis man. He is the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the Florida State Senate. By some miracle. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Fucking Chevron, you've got your work cut out for you. Good luck, girl. But she, um, you know, she must be pretty impressive, girl, if she beat back that red wave. Right? Seriously. And she's know. gay and she's black. I you better mean, work, bitch. Right. You better assist that election. I don't know. I, I mean, listen, congratulations to him. That's, for you. For Florida. Like, for in Florida, that's like, that is really impressive. She was singing some gospel music on election night, but she's like, yes, honey. Then uh, we've got Kim Jackson, a lesbian cis woman. She is the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the Georgia State Senate. Come on, Georgia. And we all know who caused the oh, blue wave over there. Yes. Our friend. Stacy. Our friend and our permanent podcast guest panelist in my dreams <laughs> Stacy Stacy Abrams could you imagine it'd be so weird I, I like, can imagine I would not even know what to say I put that in the copy of a trailer I put up for that episode oh yeah, yeah. And we were talking about the election talking about the election and kind of sort of trying to make it so she's our best friend and our podcast <laughs> yeah because she's not busy like she's not, it's not like she's doing anything like fundamentally changing the landscape of the US election like, whatever <laughs> 
She's got plenty of free time. Come over. Let's kiki. Next up, we have Jabari Brisport, who is a gay cis man. He's the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the New York State Senate. Boop. You know, I think New York won as far as the number of people. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, because we got three people in the House of Representatives and one in the State Senate. Yeah. Oh, that's why I was like, wait, I thought there was somebody else who had that. But yeah, you're right. He's the center. I saw it in your face. That's why I said that. Um, <laughs> I had looked at. No, it's confused. actually really confusing. I made a mistake when I was making the list because it's just, again, great problem to have. So many people. I was like, yeah. Are you state house? Are you state senate? Yeah. Who cares? Because you're gay and you won. <laughs> that's all you're, you're of our, you're our community and we love you. And you won. You're a winner, baby. Then we have Tiara Mack, who's a lesbian cis woman. She is the first out LGBTQ person to be elected to the Rhode Island State Senate. Boop. There we go. Bloop. Crush Tiara. Then we have Ann Johnson, a lesbian cis woman, first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the Texas State Senate. Again? You have your work cut out for you, girl. She had taken, <laughs> she's playing Denise Williams all night because it's going to take a miracle, but she won. Yes. Boop. There we go. That's like, I'm so impressed, but there's a couple, there's a couple of people I'm impressed by. Those are two of them. You just got to have a lot of chutzpah. Not only that, but like, you know, how do you not just sit there and be like in the middle of your campaign? Like, why am I doing this? You know, like it's, it's hard not to get discouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 of course. Well, watching the world burn around you. Yeah. <laughs> and then looking at how many people in those states are not going to vote for you. Yeah, you exactly. Have to, you have to go out and convince people to vote for you. Then we have Brianna Tatone, who is a trans woman. She's the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the Colorado House of Representatives. And I think she was reelected. Also, I remember re- when I was reading about her. Good for you, because there are like the. the <sighs> Didn't you say she had a lot of attack? Ads? Yeah, the, the ads that went after her were like were trans. They were attacking her for being trans. It's like, how about you attack someone for like, I don't know, maybe being a piece of shit instead. Like maybe <laughs> maybe they're an awful person. And they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Maybe attack them for that. Not, oh, this is how this person identifies. And it, it has some kind of reflection on their character, which it doesn't. You know, in a weird way, that's kind of great, because if that's the only thing you have to say about her. Then fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't have anything substantive have, to say. About you don't have a leg to stand. That yeah. you don't have a leg to stand. And on. she won. So fuck you. Boom. Here you got beat by Congratulations. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Brianna. Then we have Michelle Rayner Goolsby, who is come a, on hyphen, who is a clear cis woman. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> God damn it! I'm Roxy Andrews. And I'm here to make it clear. <laughs> That Michelle is queer. (laughs) Queer, not clear. You can't, she's not transparent. You can see her. Well, you know, she's, she's an, well, she might, maybe she she is transparent. Her Her record is there for you to look at anytime you'd like. (laughs) And so, yes, she, Michelle Rayner Goolsby, queer cis woman, first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the Florida State House of Representatives and the first black queer woman to be elected in Florida at any level crush again what are we what it was again got like she was the number of people in that category went from zero to one. Oh my god work but also like work bitch do it how like you must she must have campaigned her ass off she looked in the mirror and she was like am i really doing this okay here we go she fucking nailed it boom who is it michelle and to chevron Mm-hmm. Jones and everybody in Kansas and and, and, and oh, there's a couple in there's Kansas. somebody coming up from Oklahoma but for real <laughs> well well no I'll I'll do that at the end I'll save it for the end um, <laughs> to all of you who shouldn't have won <laughs> well but I mean you know yeah theoretically so, yeah but anyway so uh, then we have Adrian Tam 
uh, gay cis man, Ooh. first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to Hawaii State House of Representatives. If I vote for you, can I let you? Oh my God. He's hot. He's a <laughs> He defeated his Republican opponent, who is a. Oh, right. I remember this. Oh, yeah. He defeated. This Get is, ready for this. This is so satisfying. You want a little. Uh, uh, is it an oxymoron? Yeah. This Get is, ready. This is like. There's a moron in here. There's. De- there is. <laughs> and we know who it is. I didn't even put his name down because it's not important. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to know his name. Ever um, since he wanted to bleep out Trump, I'm taking a page out of your book. I don't like you. I'm just going to say what you did. I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but ah. yes, I agree. That's a good idea. That's kind of a thing that they try to do on like a lot of true crime podcasts. Really? They still mention the name usually, but podcasts will make a point of remembering the victims. I like that. Um, it's also where we have that law that you can't profit off of Yeah, crime. like your crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you is, like write you a book. Be able to, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So back to Adrian Tam. So he defeated Adrian Tam, defeated his Republican opponent, who is a local Proud Boys leader. In Hawaii. (laughs) What what are you doing? So it's you and what? Two other people that you grew up with? Yeah. That you moved to Hawaii from God knows where? Oh, my God. I hate Who are you going to recruit for Proud Boys in Hawaii? I don't fucking know, dude. You dumb bitch. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and what was it 6337 yeah 63 what 63 percent the percentage by which Adrian won oh that's sad that's not close that's not <laughs> in, in case you Mr. Did, nameless proud boy from in Hawaii. case you're not sure how numbers work it's not close you know I like to rub things in I know you know I do to a person who isn't listening to <laughs> I bet he's our biggest fan we just lost him <laughs> Could he's you in the closet he loves us <laughs> That's why he's a proud boy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> also, can we talk? take a brief second to talk about how that is like the most homosexual title for anything? The Proud Boys? It could very well be. be a, like, that's like, I'm going to say it's. Is uh, that like the new Falcon Studios? Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was going to say, Kosher. Um, Kosher men. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, what was um, Michael Lucas? Thank you, Luca, <laughs> Lucas Entertainment. Proud Boys is the new like next fucking... door studios presents Proud Boys. Oh my god! Or no, I was saying that it's a studio. Like Proud oh, Boys is studio. Proud Boys is its own oh, studio. Oh my god, that's even better. <laughs> and also, you're grown ass man. Why are you going around calling yourself a boy? Also, the fuck are you? In like, case I... anyone didn't realize, all the things I just li- we listed were porn studios. I think I'm, half of our listeners probably well, know that. I, Maybe the maybe some because they were also all like gay, so maybe some women didn't know. They I were know. gay. Well, no, shut up, you <laughs> fucking bitch. You watch gay porn? No. First of all, I, he is Sumner. I am sitting here with my habit on pornography and my crucifix around my neck. What? <laughs> I am in, I'm in my habit. Don't and I won't you have, have some habits, but I, I won't Tristan have, hasn't known I won't have you disparage <laughs> my How dare you impugn my how dare you impugn my marital relationship, relationship with, with the Lord. <laughs> how dare you You don't know our private life. <laughs> oh. Listen, me and Jesus get kinky. Anyway. Okay. Oh, I mean sorry, Jesus. Not Jesus. She got married in Florida. <laughs> Stupid. Um, and her husband, husband voted. Not gonna lie, totally <laughs> lost. Oh, now I know where I am. Okay. After after Adrian. After Adrian, because we were talking Proud Boys. Is a My porn, Asian porn. husband. Proud Boys is a porn studio. He's eventually gonna be president. I'm gonna be his first lady. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be his first bitch. Ah! Uh, Stephanie. Then we have Stephanie Byers. Come on. Trans woman, first out trans person to be elected to the Kansas State 
House of Representatives and the first trans person to be elected to any statewide office in the Midwest. Mary, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Boom. We're in a new kind of Kansas where a trans woman can get elected. In fucking Kansas. Did you know she's a retired band teacher? Is that not the cutest thing you've ever heard? Oh, I love that. That's so cute. I hope her old students got together and just like, (laughs) the marching band like fucking came. Is it like the marching band went like parading down like the downtown? Then we have Maureen Turner, who's a non-binary person, the first out LGBTQ+. Let say, oh, <laughs> Oklahoma, where the wind blows, we've been down the butt. Yeah, yeah. It's a miracle. Oh, my God. The panhandle. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, but yes, first out LGBTQ per- person to be elected to the Oklahoma State House of Representatives. Until you told me that. I wasn't even aware that Oklahomans would even know what a non-binary person is. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is very fair. She probably had to explain it to them. I guarantee you. You think so? Yes. She probably uh, had to have uh, like a town hall meeting. Uh, a like, thou- this is what I mean by that. <laughs> a thousand percent. I'm not a computer who communicates in ones and zeros. I have to okay. say. <laughs> it doesn't mean that. Right. <laughs> That's like something that we, not me and you really, but people I think in New York, because we're, we're in New York City, so like. Ah, uh, the bubble. Yeah, so like we really are in like a, this bubble where like you don't necessarily need to explain what that is. Not here. Not here. Mm-mm. I mean, and because and, the thing is, even if someone doesn't completely understand it, they have an idea of what you mean. They could get there. They could get there. If they mold it over for a minute. But like, I could imagine, like, I can't imagine the frustration of, like, I love you, you said you had a, she had a call town hall for it. But like, <laughs> but like, really though, like having to like constantly explain, like. Maybe that's right. how she won. They had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> They're just like, okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, like, so she, having to just like explain yourself all the time must be so exhausting. Yeah, like you said, somebody who didn't know it here is like already at like step eight of ten in their mind. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she's in Oklahoma at step one. Yeah, it's like watching <laughs> like when you're watching your fucking computer like update and <laughs> it's wheel. and it's stuck on like twenty percent <laughs> and you're just like staring at like, oh my god, why it's been ten minutes. Oh How are we god. still at twenty percent? You took my mind back to Blazing Saddles. <laughs> when he shows up this and they're just like dumbfounded. They don't even know what's going on. Oh right. That's what I'm thinking what happened when she announced her candidacy. They're like, what? Hmm? Non-what? They probably thought it was part of her name. They thought it was her middle name. <laughs> they thought her name was Maury Non-Binary Turner. <laughs> and they were like, she seems like a lovely woman. Let's vote for her. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, to be clear, we really are just joking. Sure, we are. <laughs> You're so stupid. And He's the nice one. But yeah, no, so fucking, but yeah, seriously, fucking. Congratulations, Miss Non-Binary. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it at the end because I keep wanting to say it. What? Ne- oh, how he- the fuck did you win? Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Real, the, yes, kind of. Good for you. That's a great problem to have. Ex- no, it is. That's the thing. So, okay. Then we have Tori Harris, who's a bisexual cis male. He's the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected in the Tennessee State House of Representatives. Oh, my God. Which is shared with Eddie Manis. Mm. Who has the dubious distinction of being so, the only Republican on her list. Yes. Yeah. So, Eddie... So... so who hurt you? <laughs> oh so, Eddie... Then we have Eddie Manis, gay, who's a gay cis man, first out LGBTQ person to be elected to the Tennessee State House of Representatives. I guess they're in a tie, but they're oh. separated by the fact that they're a bi-black man and a gay white man. But right. Tori... <laughs> thirst trap, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to get non-monogamy with it with Tori and Adrian Tam. Because they're both fine. Yes. I love it. Mm. Then we have Roger Montoya, 
Also, I want to. <laughs> before, actually, before I get to Roger Montoya, I the most fun person on earth. What cracks me up? So I'm going through the notes that Andy made. Oh no. <laughs> and Eddie. What did I do? Eddie Manis is the only name bright red. Just because he's a Republican. It's color coded. <laughs> it just made me. Care. And all the blue states are blue, and all the red states are red. Um, okay, so anyway, so that's about- actually important because that's how you know that the person is a Democrat and they won in a red state. Yes, that is true. You go to work. Then we have Roger Montoya. For, he's the most fun. He is the most fun. Gay, <laughs> uh, he's a gay cis man, the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the New Mexico State House of Representatives. Do you want to, you, you no, see you what you told me. You're okay. So uh, Roger Montoya, who, again, he ran in New Mexico. There was all kinds of shit. They were trying to like, yes, they were trying to like run. I, re- I don't remember if there were they ads. ads. I don't know if there were attack ads, but people were trying they to. God damn it. He he did some adult films. Oh, I believe films like like foreign languages. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In um in the early two thousands, I believe. I think it was like two thousand one or something like that. Oh please, and that was a hundred years ago in gay time. And yeah, basically, and it was. And they were trying to like use that against him, and he still won. So fuck you guys. He probably won by a bigger margin. Because gays love porn. Is that a joke? No, bigger margin. It was wide. It was enormous. It was gaping. Oh the margin God. between him and his <laughs> The margin. Good Lord. Like throwing a banana in a hallway, the space between him and like, It was like feeding a whale a tic tac. Oh my God. Swinging a broom in an empty room. Did you just make that up? What? The, the broom in the room? No. No. That's amazing. Isn't I've it? never heard that before. Oh, it's really good. I love it. It rhymed. <laughs> You know how much I love that. Oh, well, I'm never saying banana down a hallway ever again. You know how, you know how much I love pros. Oh wait, no, that's pros or pros. I said pros, but that doesn't make sense. Pros. Oh, does it? P R O S E. Oh yeah, no, that was right. Never mind. You were saying something haughty, and you didn't know it. I look at me. You don't even have to try to be haughty. It just happens. It just falls out of my mouth. Like what's his name's purse? Like the space between Roger Montoya and his nearest moment. Rattling around. Put a canary through. It comes back alive. Uh, I do like feeding a whale a Tic Tac. That's disgusting. <laughs> and I, I've never heard of banana. I always hear a hot. It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. I used to have a French boss who was so inappropriate to some of the people who worked there. And this one woman who worked there, you know, she was a, a woman who liked to have a good time. In Listen, many, many ways. Good for you, bitch. Including the way that she dressed. And he used to talk about her when she wasn't around. Like, oh, you know, that that girl is like, uh, you have sex with her. It's like throwing a banana down an old way. Like, <laughs> oh, I was like, girl. Not appropriate. You can't be saying that shit when you're the GM, bitch. <laughs> not, like, not appropriate. The New York restaurant industry. Okay, so we did Roger Montoya. And- a lot of people did on film. <laughs> You're so stupid. I literally walked right in. I think it was one movie too. That's it. I'm pretty sure it. I have to find it. You know I do. It sounded. Oh my god. But I have to figure out his porn name. That's gonna be Andy's like holy grail. He's gonna go. Is that the name of the porn? He's gonna go on like the quest to find it. Holy H O L E Y grail. Yeah, great. (laughs) Fantastic. Glad we cleared that one up for the listeners. Um, So last but not least, we have Taylor Smalls, who's a trans. What? This is the second time you said that to me because we already did this. I'm like, Taylor Swift? <laughs> like, you think I got over it the first time. It was like, that bitch is a con- <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. 
that are attacking Ken. Then we so we have Taylor Smalls, who's a trans woman who is Naomi's cousin. (laughs) She's under first the first out LGBTQ plus person to be elected to the Vermont State House of Representatives. Um, Come on, maple syrup. Fucking good for you, girl. I love this. Is so like happy, makes me so happy. I know, right? I just imagine her like living with her partner in Vermont. She's like, Guess what? Who wants syrup? I got a new job, be it flapjacks. Anybody? Guess what? I met Bernie Sanders at work (laughs) because I'm hot shit. Anybody want flapjacks? I gotta go to work. So what I kept cutting myself off from saying earlier was I am so impressed with the the amount of people on this list who are in the reddest of red states. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I would say that that would be on this list: Kansas, Florida, Oklahoma, Florida, Texas, Tennessee. Well, Texas is a little wishy-washy. Still, yeah, it's still so, pretty red, but it's not that we're not happy for everybody. No, we are. Yeah, of course, but, but like, girl, they have their work cut out for them. But they can make the most difference. That is true. They always say that we should move out of New York to a swing state and vote there, and that's not going to happen. But that's a cute idea. But they're actually doing it. <laughs> that's because they live there. But yeah, so listen, and a lot of them I've read are native to their state, so it's really important to them to make change like that mm-hmm. where they're from. Yeah. So exactly. that's really great that they can do that. Like if you're from Oklahoma. And you know that you're the first non-binary person to be elected, or if you're the first trans person and you were born and raised in Vermont, how awesome is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the I, it's just so amazing to see all these people getting out there, getting involved. And, it's nuts. And it really is. It, it, could you imagine even 10, 15 years ago? No. I really can't. Because guess what? I think we're right about how there's only seven trans people in state government. Mm -hmm. And I figured out that there's only 11 LGBTQ people in the U.S. Congress out of 535 people. That's And it's 2020. That's, what is that, like 3%? Probably, because 10% would be 53.5. Yeah, so it's like... So 1% is 5.35. So, oh my God, it's 2%. 2%. Almost exactly. I was close. (laughs) Yeah, look at me. I did 2% milk? I think you should maybe do fat-free. Shut the fuck up. I didn't ask you, okay? He's talking to himself. (laughs) Uh, but I, that's crazy, right? That's that's insane. They need to put a Surgeon General warning on that Christmas party because you might actually go into a coma and die. The Congress Christmas party oh. has eleven gay people out of five hundred thirty-five. <laughs> Boring. Don't, not even gonna go for the free alcohol. Don't <laughs> do not operate heavy machinery. Seriously. After this party, <laughs> the eleven gay people must look around and be like, "Y'all suck." <laughs> you want to get out of here? They to the other ten people. <laughs> the, those eleven queer people are like God, the eleven, the 11 you queer guys. people find AOC in the squad and they get the fuck out of it. <laughs> yes. Who else would they pick up? Who's, who's they cool? Ran off to the bar. They'd pick up Elizabeth Warren. Oh yeah, I feel like Elizabeth. They would. She knows how to party. They'd pick up Susan Collins so they can get her drunk and leave her in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Some reason I thought you were gonna say Susie Orman, and I don't know why. <laughs> why? I don't know why. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something that I've never said before, and it is not. I love the smell of a man. <laughs> Did you ever see that? It's Kristen Wiig. Oh yeah. She's yeah. so good. I mean, Katya's really good, but Kristen Wiig is really. So, in case people don't know, because they might not, Susie Orman is like a financial guru. Yes, she's like a financial guru, and she just is just she is a a lesbian. Is she actually? Oh yeah, that's why. That's why that joke is what it is. Oh okay okay yeah, Yeah, but she's she's a character. She has like a pantsuit for every day of the year, much like Hillary Clinton. Yes, but in a very different way. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, what the hell were we talking about the first year? I said that the LGBTQ plus Congress members were going to take the AOC. cool straight people, but they're also going to take Susan Collins, get her drunk in the bathroom, and then leave her because she voted for Brett Kavanaugh. 
But yeah, who I want to know who, who else. Elizabeth Warren. Definitely Elizabeth Warren. She the squad. Bernie. Maybe Bernie. You take Bernie, he's going to yell until you get a good table. That's true. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Uh, there's got to be at least one or two not awful straight white men. I would have taken Kamala, but now she's the vice president. Man, mm, she's too busy. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, we're just being cunts. Of course they That's are. true. But Well, still. the other thing is they don't really stand, the, the straight people don't stand out as much. Not really. So. Well, I like Sherrod Brown from Ohio. Who's that? He's the Democratic senator from oh, Ohio, okay. who has kind of been on the periphery of presidential conversations and then vice presidential. So, you know, he's cool. It's kind of exciting how new it is. It shouldn't be this new, but if there's only 11 out of 535, that's like, these people are at the beginning. Mm. Like, they can look back when they're really old and be like, oh my God. And so we end this chronicle of LGBTQ plus electoral success with Charmaine McGuffey of Ohio. Crushed. She's amazing because she was working for the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department since 1983. The Alexander Hamilton <laughs> County. The, the Aaron Burr Memorial Highway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she worked there for 34 years and she made her way up the ranks. She became the highest ranking female. She was the major of court and jail services, which is fantastic. She got all kinds of accolades. Law Enforcement Officer of the Year, Public Citizen of the Year from the House of Representatives of Ohio. It's fucking awesome. Like, good I mean, for, good for you. Pretty sickening. That means that she was selected out of anyone who does public service in any capacity in the entire state of Ohio. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. And, you know, unfortunately, there was that undercurrent, like you would probably assume that, you know, she wasn't out at the time. She mm. only came out. She started working for the department in 1983 and she was outed in, in 2010. 10, yeah. Because of an incident where she was leaving a gay bar with some friends of hers, and she was actually in Kentucky, which is across the river from Ohio. So she didn't know these people, but they cited her for drunk and disorderly conduct, menacing, which, what the fuck does that mean? What, yeah, what does that mean? It's so nebulous. Like, what, I raised an eyebrow and I was menacing you? Like, she's, like, like <laughs> I want to make an, a reference to, like, a video game, but no one's going to know what it is. But, like, I'm just imagining, like, she's dragging, like, a giant oversized axe behind her, and there's sparks coming out from it. <laughs> she's still menacing walking down the road. That's scary. I mean... I would cite you for that. See, but the difference is, she didn't have an axe. She had Are you two sure? other lesbians. You heard the part that she's a lesbian. <laughs> she had... <laughs> she stupid. She had two... Oh, she had several. She had two... She collection. She had two... I think she was with two other people. Who themselves had axes. We're talking about three. <laughs> at least. At least three axes. One of them um, had chopped down a tree earlier. Around the corner. Destruction of public property. Paula Bunyan. <laughs> Oh my god, Michelle, Michelle, draw Paula Bunyan. You draw Paula Bunyan right now. <laughs> Andy's dead, everybody. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I don't think he's this could last a while. This is almost as bad as my my uh, episode during the uh, oh, Stonewall God. riots. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it took a lot out of me. Uh, oh, that was amazing. Uh, Fucking. <laughs> okay, so we've got Charmaine McGuffey. We have Paula Bunyan and her other friend. Who's with her? I don't know. Anyway, listen, we're being stupid. We fucking made all this shit up. They were coming. Well, not this. Not this. <laughs> yeah. 
drunk and disorderly, public intoxication, and menacing. Yes. Which were all dropped without <laughs> cause. But it led to her being outed, obviously, because there was, you know, paperwork and they were like, they're outside of a lesbian bar in Covington, Kentucky. So she was outed. She had had a partner for a while. They get married? They got married right after Oberfeld's Jihad, which was 2015, which is so cute. That is amazing. They ran out and got married as soon as was legally possible. Yeah. I love that. That's so fucking cool. But she apparently, when she started with the department, the sheriff at the time, Simon Lees Jr., was such an avowed homophobe that she didn't want to be out at work. Like, starting from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. he made no qualms about it. Everybody knew he hated gay people. Oh, okay. So that started her in the closet, and she presumably wasn't planning on coming out until she was outed. She well, was yeah, a- because, she, I mean, yeah, she's in rural Ohio. She works with the fucking police. Predominantly men. And it's, exactly, and it's, it, that's exactly the point. She will work with police, mostly a very, it's a very male-dominated industry. When she was in college getting her Bachelor's of Science in Criminal Justice at the University of Cincinnati, she wanted to be a police officer, which she wanted to be since she was 14, and it still wasn't legal for women to be uniformed police officers. Yes. Yeah, so when she was in college planning on being a police officer. That's so crazy. So she got really lucky that that changed. <clears throat> it's so weird knowing that that was a thing. And like, it was only like, I know, yes, it was the 70s, but like it was only a couple of years before I was born. Yeah. So like practically in my lifetime. Depending who you ask. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, it was in my lifetime. You win. You win. <laughs> Is this what you wanted? I was sitting there as a, as a young boy. <laughs> Mommy. Why can't that lesbian be a police officer? <laughs> oh my god. Because I knew. You can fool all your coworkers. You can't fool me. Even when I'm 10 years old. Can't right? fool little 10 year old Andy. That college woman has got a secret. And I know what it is. Anyway. So then we get to the sheriff who promoted her. Oh, his last name is Niels? Yes. Jim Neal. Jim Neal. He was appointed uh, the same year that he promoted her. 2013. Jim Neal. Be subordinate. Okay, now I'm getting excited. Don't distract me. All right. <laughs> We're already... He's going to be in a porn with fucking Roger Montoya. Absolutely the not. Sheep. I will not subject <laughs> Roger Montoya well, no, to that. Roger Montoya is going to be the the Dom Top. It's going to be kink.com. He's going to get beat the shit out of by Roger Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh my God. <laughs> Bound gods. <laughs> Roger Montoya and Jim Neal. It's going to be a collaboration between uh, Bound Gods and... Proud Boys. I'm kidding. (laughs) The fake, the fake Proud Boys porn studio that we made up. (laughs) And the state legislature of New Mexico (laughs) co-production takes place at the state capitol. (laughs) So yeah, he appointed her the same year he became sheriff to major of court and jail services, which made her the highest ranking woman in the department's history. Yeah. But then immediately she started feeling like she was getting treated differently. There were there were management meetings without her. She was reprimanded in front of her subordinates. She wasn't given the right to choose her subordinate captains or have multiple administrative assistants like all the male majors were. Mm-hmm. So she already felt weird and crunchy about it. And, and guess what? She still got her job done. And oh. she didn't even need your fucking help. Yeah, she, she was hamstrung and didn't have the... the all Ham? Hit. <laughs> Pineapple? Hawaii? Adrian Tan? Uh, Don't try to make connections in my mind. It'll happen. Yeah, she did it all when the odds were stacked against her. But then the real problem started is that she was not afraid to be a whistleblower in her own department when she saw use of excessive force. This is such badassery. I just love it. Because she was did not care. She was like, hey, 
how about all this shit that's happening? Didn't she like? Didn't did, wasn't there an incident with like a, a sixty-five year old? Yes, man? there was a sixty-two-year-old man who was thrown into a jail cell and he had twelve staples in his head, had a concussion, and broke a hip. And she had it on video. She brought it to Jim Neal, who she had already brought multiple incidences of what she thought were excessive force, and he did nothing. That's when the problem started because he then ordered an internal affairs investigation in January of 2017, yeah. which led to her dismissal six months later because the IA investigation was heavily biased against her using the one incident of dismissed disciplinary action against her, which was ridiculous and not even really a thing to begin with. But all that led to her getting fired after 34 years in the department. So she was devastated. She didn't know what to do, but luckily, about a year later, a Democratic operative came to her and asked her to run for sheriff. And she was like, you know what? I'm not even doing it for revenge, which a lot of people were going to think. And they did probably. But yeah, but she him. did it because she was like... She did because she was like, I can do this job better than he can. Yeah. And so she then won the primary by 70%. Bye, Jim. See you later. Pack your shit. <laughs> Need help packing? Beat a queen. I can run any jail better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. You're so gay. <laughs> we would never make it in the Hamilton County show. <laughs> we get fired, and then they find out that we were talking about this shit on the job. <laughs> and we deserve to be fired. We lose our lawsuit. <laughs> Deservedly. Yeah. So Neil, after he lost the primary, even though he's a Democrat, mm -hmm. he endorses her Republican challenger in the general election, Bruce Hoffbauer, who was a former deputy sheriff of Hamilton County, and at the time was a current police lieutenant in Cincinnati. So he was kind of a big deal, mm -hmm. especially to the people in her district. I wonder if he sucked too. Are we still talking about the No. <laughs> like, I wonder if he was just as shitty as... I've heard Proud Boy Studios like you have to. Like, nobody gets away with just being a total time. I, I wonder if he was just... <laughs> I was wondering if he was just as shitty as the other dude. Well... Jim Neal. Neal then not only supported... Jim, Neal! Stop. You're never going to get this done if you say that one more time. Because <laughs> I'm going to be outside howling at the moon. All right? <laughs> but so he crossed party lines to endorse Hoffbauer. Because sidebar... He ought to rerun a foul of the Democratic Party because he was on stage with Trump at a rally in 2016, even though he's a Democrat. And the Democratic Party in Ohio was like, what the fuck are you doing? Then they started just asking, what are all these allegations of excessive force? What are all these allegations of racial inequities in the department? And his answers were shitty. So that's when they kind of said- This, that, is, this is Jim Neal you're talking yeah. about, right? Okay. okay. So that's when they sent the Democratic operatives after Charmaine yeah. to get her to run against him because they smelled blood in the water and they were right. Mm -hmm. So he endorses against party lines his opponent, but he also put out attack ads against her that basically said that she was some hippie who's she's going to turn our county into another Chicago, another Portland, or another Seattle. Like anti-law enforcement, bedlam, like there's going to be no law and order. Oh, da, 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 da. That is so cute. That cute? That's so cute, rural Ohio. You think cute? you think it's going to turn into fucking, that's ridiculous. Well, we could do a whole episode on attack ads because they get so ridiculous. They're insane. And the more ridiculous they get, they don't work. The thing you know? is, honestly, when I see an attack ad, it does not matter whose perspective it's from. I honestly am like, who the fuck put this together? Because it looks it looks shitty on your part. You don't need to highlight how bad they are. Let them do that on their own because they're going to do that on their do own. Do you remember what I told you about Kirsten Cinema? How her opponent said she was a witch who was like trying to do hippie spells on Arizona or some shit like that? Like she was a Satanist or something like that? It didn't work. Oh <laughs> she managed to win her Democratic Senate seat in, in Arizona handily. 
what cracks me up about that the most is that a lot of the people I know, I feel like the people, some people I know from Arizona, definitely some people I know from Arizona, are very witchy. I'm not going to drop any names. You're probably listening. You know who you, you know are. who you are. We love you. <laughs> but like, it just, it's just... And you know I wasn't trying to denigrate witchcraft. Oh, no, I know. I'm but just saying, like... Given who that attack at was aimed at, that those people, if they fell for it, would be like, Oh my God, she's a witch! She's going to curse us all! Like, you know, that'll be Salem all over again, you know. If they had their way. But it, that it didn't work, is the point. Like, even, even people like that, that you're aiming at your insane demographic, are like, this is insane. I hear you can identify a witch by looking at their toes. I thought it was Eberner. Yeah, no, if she the, dies, then she was telling the truth. Yeah, also, or, or, you throw, or you throw them in the water and they float. Which is the most... That concept the, is so oh, you, ridiculous. You have the ability to swim? You must be a witch. No, the point where, like, oh, she died. I guess she wasn't really a witch. Oops. Or, or we tied a bunch of rocks to her and threw her into a fucking lake. Or and actually she, him, because they would do it to men too, not nearly died. as often. But oh shocking. my god. Oh my god. One of the best lines from 30 Rock is that Liz Lemon is on an airplane and she takes so many pills for anxiety and drinks too much on the plane that she hallucinates that so she's talking to Oprah Winfrey, but she's really talking to a 12-year-old black girl. But she tells her about her entire life. Oh and it's god. Oprah. Oh my god. Until you find out at the end that she's delusional. Nice. But she's telling her about her childhood. She's like, I made out with a girl once at summer camp and then she drowned. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. What? It's so weird. You, you have to watch it. You would love it. It's oh so god. fucking weird. It's just her delivery of it. Like, <laughs> Listen, my point is there are ways to identify witches. One and we're gonna find it. Try and set them by off. trial and error. To, if you if you burn them and they die witch. by Salem witch trial and error. Yes, <laughs> if you burn them, and which they die, might be where that comes from. <laughs> hey, maybe I'm gonna look it up. Um, so if they drown because you throw them in a body of water and there is a bunch With of rocks. rocks attached to them, also witch. Also, it's pretty foolproof. Examine their toes more than what five. Are we for? More than five toes. I'm assuming. Huh? More than five on each foot or more than five total? Like, what about figure I it out? Figure it out. Well, I wouldn't I just, know I'm not a witch. I just, <laughs> if I was, I could figure it out. You just have two really big toes on one foot and three slightly smaller toes on the other foot. I have a foot fetish, and I think you just ruined it. Because <laughs> that's great. Um, anyway, obviously, we're being stupid, but just like the fact that or he tried to. The, the fact that he tried to do that, that ridiculous to cinema is ridiculous. You're right. We should do a whole episode on It's fun ads. because attack ads are really fun. And they're, they're ridiculous. Because they're ridiculous. They're absurd. Yeah. And they never work. So, yeah. And then she ended up beating Hoffbauer 5248 and crush ultimate revenge. And the great thing is, is that she's not kidding. She's going to oversee an 800 person staff and 1500 inmates. But she doesn't believe in policies that are punitive. Yes. It's about rehabilitation. Rehabilitation and trying to get people away from recidivism, which is ultimately what the prison system should be about. Yeah. And it never is. Which, which, and there are a lot of other countries where that's the goal. The goal is to rehabilitate and people. And it works. Rather than locking you up and then putting you back in society where your life is destroyed, how can you not go back to your criminal ways because you don't have any other options? Because you literally cannot get a job because... We could talk about that forever. Yeah, it's... Because when you see the monetary amounts that they give people who are wrongfully convicted when they've been in jail for like 30 years, like a million dollars, that is not enough when you took... 30 years of someone's life away. Yeah. It's, and they're now like 50 and they have no job skills. They have no savings. They yeah. have no retirement. They have no IRA or social security. They have nothing. That's not enough. It's not going to work. And now I'm getting angry. We're sorry. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up. So she, it's fantastic. She's going to be a great sheriff. 
revenge. Yeah. She got it. So. Yeah, no. So it was, I, that was a From one Puerto Rican to a lesbian. <laughs> and congratulations. Because we love revenge. <laughs> it's our bread and butter. But yeah, so I'm I'm actually really glad that I stumbled across it. Well, you saw it too. It's a great little story. It's a great, it's an awesome fucking story. And you got yours from NBC and then I found it in the New York Times. Which I think was probably a little bit more thorough, right? You know, what's fun is I also found if you go back, major media outlets were tracing it. Like she is running, she won the primary, she won the general election. Yes, it's been like a developing story. Oh, that's awesome. Really... Don't mess with a fucking lesbian, bitch. Because guess what? You're going to lose your job. That's <laughs> Okay. That's not the moral of the story, but we'll go with it. I think it is. <laughs> and Jim Neal thinks it is. He agrees with me. That's true. Jim, Jim Neal's like, he's licking his wounds. He's listening to this. Jim is kneeling and licking his wounds. Like a good pup. And you added licking? Like a good you, It's pup. like you don't. Like don't you dare. good pup. Don't you dare. How am I supposed to pay attention to anything? <laughs> uh, I turned away for one second. Andy's got his puppy mask on. Now is not the time. You're I'm lucky. not the person. You're lucky. That's one of the rare things <laughs> You're very lucky. Oh my god. Well, we love her. That was a roller coaster ride. Congratulations. Yeah, fucking good for her. I oh god. So many the pictures of her and her wife are so cute. I know. I They're saw really them. cute. Couple. They're really adorable. We should we should put them on the Instagram. We should. I know the one I want. You know which one you want? Charmaine is wearing like a pink dress shirt, and her wife is like, she looks really cute. Yeah, oh, I love it. It's so, I it's want to so, be a lesbian. It's, <laughs> my life would be so much better. It's such a great, it's such a great story, and like so many, so many great things have come out of this the, the past like week or two. Yeah, and, and things are changing. That district used to be deep red, mm-hmm. and part of the reason she won is because it's been turning blue slowly. Yeah, but no, fucking like it's just, it's just awesome. I'm so happy with how like shit's been going down, and people who haven't been seen are getting visibility. They're they're not clear anymore. They're becoming opaque. <laughs> it's unclear whether or not their visibility is where it should be. But. Yes, it's, yeah. But it will be clear very soon. <laughs> so queer, clear. You know, what's funny is that one of the major funded organizations is Real Clear Politics. You should work for them. You realize I was referencing Queer Clear from earlier? Yeah, right? that's okay, why I said just... you, should, you should work for Real Clear Politics. Oh, yes. Which is a real organization. That's the real name. It, okay. For a second, I was like, wait, real clear or real queer? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> now I'm confused. No, we're, well, we're, you managed to make me doubtful of something that I was factually aware of 12 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> Ta-da! Thank you for that. Oh my God, my, my idiocy is rubbing off on you. As if the corn brain wasn't enough. Exactly. I got this guy to confuse me. You're welcome. That's great. <laughs> oh my god you guys so this is now our finale of politics until we have something else to yell and scream about which will be the georgia runoff but we'll only mention it we'll tell you to vote if you happen to be in georgia and we'll tell you if you got a couple of dollars to spare and give it to somebody in georgia and that'll be it yeah and if we win the senate we'll be like yes bitch come on stacy <laughs> and if we lose the senate we'll be like well good luck mr biden <laughs> gotta ram that legislation oh my god but you know That'll be pretty much it. I'll be talking about Ms. Harris, though. Because I have a feeling her VP outfit game is going to be sick. Oh my, she was wearing a rainbow jacket. You saw the rainbow I jacket. I showed it to you. You did. You were the one that showed it to me. <laughs> she was wearing the rainbow jacket. Did that not look like it could be in the Golden Girl? She, there was oh. something golden. There was something Dorothy about it. There was something. Dorothy at a party. I want to say Sophia about it. But she'd have to be, like, drunk or something. <laughs> she wears weird things. That was, it's not, that I mean, was, it's. That was pretty loud. That's fair. That's fair. Sophia. But, it yeah, could be no, it's. It's a, it's a great, that was a great. And why was she wearing it? I still don't have context. No idea. And I like, and know what? She knows, she knows her audience. She was wearing it to troll heads. Probably. She's like, I took your job and if I was gay, I would admit it. 
(laughs) (laughs) And my wife would be fucking hot. (laughs) Well, you know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe. On all all the things. Stitcher, Pocket Cast. You got it. You nailed it. It's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Find us on Instagram, otragay.podcast. Twitter, otragaypodcast. No dot. Leave the dot. <laughs> and of course, if you would love to email us, feel free to email us at thatgayshow at gmail.com. Also, we we have some, there's somebody, I want to know who it is. If you're out is there. Is there another mystery person? There's another mystery person. I want to know who you are. If they're the, Where? The, in the, there's this, it has to be one person. The like, Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yeah. There's someone in, and. It's our Japanese fan is traveling. It's, <laughs> it's possible it's someone I know because I do know one person. But but why I, are you doubtful? Because I just I don't know. Maybe they are listening. Listen, if you're listening, is it you person? I think you you you. If if they hear me saying this, they know that I realize who. Email her. That gay show at gmail.com. The website otragay.com. Yes. Please write us written reviews if you can. And we will try and put up. We're gonna put up show notes. We should put up we're gonna, these articles we're because gonna, they're real cute. We are going to put up these articles because they're really cute. And we could put up where you can find these candidates if you want to learn more about them. Yes. These winners. These winner, winner, chicken dinners. You're a winner, baby. You're a winner, baby. <laughs> Let's go winner. <laughs> Tony winner. Election winner. <laughs> Congressional winner. This is three. Kansas three. We need to go now. We're not John well. Patrick Mahoney. <laughs> we're not well. <laughs> And neither are you because you're listening to this. Yeah, I clearly. Why you, are you doing it? If you made it this far, God bless you. You knew better. This is episode 31. You should have known <laughs> Have a amazing, amazing week. And we will see you all on Monday. And we don't have to count anything this week. It's yeah. great. And neither does Nevada. She can take a break. Have a good night. Sit everyone. down. <laughs> have a seat. Right. Bye. Bye.